Can I steal you for Can a minute? Can I steal you for a minute? Can I steal you for a minute? Welcome to Can I Steal You For A Minute, the reality dating show recap podcast. My name is Indra Raj. And I'm Mary Bianco. And we are so, I'm so excited about this I'm also excited. (laughs) (laughs) This is like kind of a dream of mine. I don't know. I (laughs) love reality dating shows so much. I have for so long. And Mary and I met through another podcast that I did with my friend Deanna that recapped Family Karma, which is a great show on Bravo, which may or may not ever be coming back. (laughs) We can only hope it comes back. We can only hope. And Mary joined us for a lot of our Bravo recaps and other stuff over there. And I think we realize that we share a love for reality dating shows. We definitely did. Like we would, we've actually also never met in person. I think that's, (laughs) (laughs) we've we've talked a lot on Zoom and and recording and stuff. But I think like through recording that we kind of figured out that our real love was The Bachelor and all these other, some people would say trash. I think that they're (laughs) important anthropological work that talked to us about how we communicate. I 100% agree. Like, I I feel like sometimes I'm embarrassed to let people know that I watch these shows. And I'm just owning it now. I'm just owning it. Like, I do think it's interesting. It's 100% interesting. And if men don't have to be embarrassed about, like, branding themselves with someone else's (laughs) name on the back of a shirt, like, then we can ride for all these shows. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Yes. Here, here, everyone. And if you are listening, hopefully you feel the same. I think for this podcast, we are going to be start out with focusing on Bachelor Nation shows, Love is Blind, mm-hmm. and Love Island, which we love all of these shows. I I love them. Like I yeah. Like when Love Island comes back or one of these shows comes back, I'm just like, I'm kicking my feet. I'm texting everybody. I'm like, I can't wait to see who shows up. Uh, But Love Island's an undertaking. So we'll have to see how we're going to cover that one. But we'll figure it out. I know. And I think it's also maybe like the least watched in the U.S. I mean, it's huge in the U.K. And maybe we're going to have lots of U.K. listeners and that will be great. But yeah, that's an interesting one. So we'll get into those are the shows we're going to be focusing on. But as we continue our journey, we'd love to hear from folks about whatever you're what interested in like stuff you might want us to recap. We're going to see how it goes. But we thought we'd start our journey with Joey's bachelor season before we get into that just like quick i think intros about like i think we're talking a little bit about why why we're here but like maybe what first got us into reality dating shows yeah so you go first mary because yours is a good one so mine is i'm not gonna say trashy anymore mine is very (laughs) interesting so i think back to like 2006 2007 i was home sick from school and my mom had to run out and i was just glued to vh1 like just watching these reality tv shows all day and a program called flavor of love was having a an all-day marathon you know how they used to just do those like they would just run through from like 9 a.m until 5 p.m and play every single episode in the season like and i just had never seen people like that before in my in my life they were all making out with flavor Flav, the rapper (laughs) 
I didn't know his music at all. Still don't know his music. Yeah, I still I know don't is- know. Is he, where is he now? Like, is he relevant anymore? I don't know. He went on that show Surreal Life and he was with Brigitte Nelson for a while. And okay. She's like six foot and he, from my memory, he's literally five two. Like he was just a tiny <laughs> man. And the way these women fought over him, just like unreal. I mean, I put it on our Instagram. It was kind of buried. It's like one of my top 10 reality TV moments is a character I think people are familiar with but don't know where she came from is New York and she's a reality star and she has iconic phrases all the time. She was just on House of Villains. She started on Flavor of Love and she was like the key instigator in the house and one girl spits on her and it just <laughs> like I God. saw that scene and I was just like well I can't tell my mom I watched this because I'm going to get in yeah. trouble. <laughs> I mean spitting on someone else is truly like one of the worst things I think you can do to someone. And she winds up to it. Like she cranks back and winds up to spit on. Just, I I think just since then I've been hooked on how people can like put aside the, not even put aside, they can just lean into all dating the same person and then act shocked (laughs) when you get jealous that other people are dating. And it it happens. It happened literally on Monday. (laughs) Right. It's a formula. It's like a tale as old as time now that just it keeps replicating itself. And every time it's entertaining and it's always just like it's fascinating. Okay, that is awesome. I've never (laughs) seen that show, but maybe we'll get to a point where we need to do a throwback and we could watch that. If we can find it, I honestly, maybe in the depths of like Paramount Plus or something, wherever they buried like all those old shows. (laughs) Okay, so my background is goes back a little bit further. I think you all get to know us as the podcast goes on. I'm in my like late 30s, so I'm a little bit older than you, Mary. So in high school, I got sucked into the original Temptation Island on Fox. <laughs> and I do not remember like anything about it other than I was obsessed with it. I had to watch it every week. And I knew it was really trashy, like it was trashy. And I was a little embarrassed about it. But somehow I found out that one of my friends, Odessa, shout out Odessa, she was watching it too. And so we would both watch it at the time it aired because like back then you had to see it when it aired or you missed it. There was no YouTube. There was no like streaming catch up situation. So we would watch it and then... At nine o'clock when it ended, I remember we'd call each other to talk about it. And I feel like maybe that was the original podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Just those. (laughs) If only if only you could hear what you were saying on the phone then about it. Like, oh, my God. Call back to it. Oh, gosh. I wish there were recordings of that. Yeah. It was on my like, you know, house phone Mm -hmm. landline, of course, Mm -hmm. like the whole deal. And. I was hooked. And then I also got into Joe Millionaire, the original. Oh, my God. Slowly, like, I realized my friend Riley was watching it. And then we brought in other friends. And then by the end of that season, we were having, like, big watch parties. Yeah. um, Which was super fun. And we also watched For Love or Money, which I think has faded into obscurity. Have you even heard of that show? I haven't even heard of it. We used to call it Flom for love or money. (laughs) (laughs) And I think there was Flom season one and season two. And then I think maybe I think that's when The Bachelor came on the scene and and just dominated, like took over the whole dating show industry for a while. 
I think it, if I'm not mistaken, it might link up with one of these writer strikes that like this, uh, oh. this came from and not, you know, we're very happy with how everything ended up with the WGA, but yes, it, it brought us golden and it required people to be a little bit more creative. And I think that like these offshoots, like at least that, that area, like the, the flavor of love when shot at love with me, with New York, Tila Tequila, right. whatever, all those shows was around the time of a strike. So I wonder if that's, you know, we just go to the depths of trash unscripted when we don't have writers. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it goes back. And so that's that's a little bit about that. I think my my history with The Bachelor, I'm proud because I mm-hmm. think that I go back further than a lot of people. Yeah. I started with Ben's season, not Ben Higgins. The Ben before that. Ben um, Flangic or whatever. Yeah, yes. I don't even know how to say his last name. I have no idea. He's really not cute in my opinion. <laughs> no, I I watched that season also. I took a break oh, after okay. that. Was, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my roommate Kate and I, who I hope is listening. Hi Kate. We freshman year of college that started airing and same thing. If we didn't catch it on time, we missed it. And I feel like Courtney Robinson was that Robertson. <gasps> oh my God. Incredible. Iconic. She was such a villain a villain and and he couldn't believe that someone that hot was into him <laughs> and he, he i mean spoiler on the season he picked the villain they got engaged and <laughs> and i think they broke up like literally three months oh, later it was they were like, broken up before after the final rose i mean the amount that she was uninterested in him was kind of it staggering was, <laughs> it was crazy just to see like her being really really pretty and yeah. smarter than him just changed the whole game because she was fully just changing her personality for him versus um versus the girls and he just did not he did not believe anyone who tattled to him and they never do (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's really like yeah it it was sort of like yeah she she is iconic I think Mm -hmm. in the universe and so who was the bachelorette after her though it was Emily I think Emily Maynard I think so also kind of an icon like she chose Jeff with one F (laughs) Jeff home who I actually thought was really cute and wanted him to win and of course they broke up like a month afterwards too she she had a at least one kid maybe two kids so she was a bachelorette with kids which was sort of different I think for the franchise at the time yeah because this was was this pre or post um, Mesnick? Post, post, post. Okay, so I guess he was the first one with kids, but a bachelorette with kids has not happened right. again. I don't think. No, it has not, and I sort of wonder how that would hit now. They, I mean, they've tried everything since, so we don't need to recap all of those. No. But that's where we both started, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been t- over ten years, I think. Yeah, of that was like 2011, show. 2012. So yeah. yeah. I remember because I had just come back from living in South Africa and was getting over jet lag and it was the beginning of streamers. Like I was able to stream it the whole season in one go. No better way to recover. (laughs) Hooked ever since. I've watched every single season since then. That's incredible. And I was embarrassed about it I think my buddy Laura, shout out Laura, was one of the first friends that I realized was also watching. And so 
we've had long discussions about this over the years and that it just evolves from there. And now it's like Bachelor Nation is huge. It's massive. It's I feel like we both watched it become monoculture in a way that it was right. not before. And I have a lot of friends who don't watch, but they're kind of like, you know, get caught up in conversations where The Bachelor is happening around them. And I just in college, just remember that moment of discovering people who watched it and being like, oh, I can talk to people about it. Yeah. And then now it's just now it's everywhere. <laughs> now it's everywhere. It's all over the news feed. And then there's these other shows like that have kind of iterated on it and made it better. Like oh, yeah. Love is Blind is so wild. <laughs> I don't know how long we can keep it up. I don't, <laughs> I don't know just, if they can ethically it, keep doing this. I just feel like. <laughs> yeah, the twists and turns. I mean, the whole thing is really wild. And Love Island, like with the whole Casa Amor switch up every oh, season. Amazing. It's I really. Miss- What's fucked up about me is I do miss when they used to send them newspapers from Casa more, like just pictures <gasps> with no context and oh. be like, this is what your, what, this is what your boy's up to. Or like <laughs> Australia used to do it that only the boys went to Casa more and the girls Ooh. just sat without oh anybody. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. That is so awful and probably produces the best reality oh. TV. They know what they're doing in Australia. I feel like. <laughs> Another deep dive we could do is they call it MAFS, Married at First Sight Australia. That's like the show there from what I've heard. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay. So that's where we are. Now we're at Joey season. Joey. Um, We, oh, but first we wanted to give some Bachelor Nation updates because in addition to recapping the shows, Mary especially is like on it (laughs) with the news and like knows what's going on. And I think what's fun about the bachelor podcast i listen to is getting that extra context yeah after a season has ended where are they now all sorts of stuff like that so we're gonna do a quick bitty on that Mm -hmm. so first up i think maybe the biggest news right now yeah is caitlin bristow and zach clark who is the winner of taisha's season are an item i yeah i would like the pairing without context you know what I mean like I right her and Tasha hosting the season together and then being friends I just oh I didn't even think about that I know so that's why she was because Caitlin oh my god notoriously as always when something comes up about her goes goes kind of off in a way that I like support on her Instagram but this time she just kept posting like you don't have the full story basically stop talking about what's going on between Zach after they were photographed at a party at her house getting cozy just prior to midnight right I just feel like give us the full story then (laughs) okay so Tasha and Caitlin hosted a season together was it Matt James season it was Katie's season it was Katie's season I think and Michelle right yes they did a couple Yeah. yeah was Tasha still with Zach at that time so weirdly enough at one of the after the final roses or the men tell all for the season that Tasha was hosting, Caitlin helped Tasha get through announcing that the relationship was over and basically confirming what people had thought because it was like post the marathon when there were reports that he wasn't so kind to her um, for me while they were running. And 
<laughs> and um, yeah, I stalked Zach and Tasha while they were running, and they were in a fight when I saw them. But anyway, oh um, wait, I don't marathon. know this. Wait, what did he say? Oh, I to didn't her? tell you this. No, oh, so- what the hell? <laughs> this is wild. Okay, tell me. So, so one of my friends, Joe. Hi, Joe. Lived along the marathon route, and we just were tracking like our friends that were running, and then it was the year you know matt james and tyler cameron ran and then tasha and zach had been training together then we held up a sign like that said like the most dramatic race yet hoping to catch like tasha and zach but at the point that i saw them they were in a fight she had like stopped running and he was like screaming like keep going you don't train to stop you don't train to stop and then they kept going and then later she was hospitalized for like i think a kidney (gasps) infection or something some complication was running the race after she was uncomfortable. And then shortly after that, I don't know if this is why they broke up, but right. shortly after that, it kind of the relationship, you know, she was spotted without the ring, everything else that that happens in these relationships. And then while she was hosting either Katie or Michelle's season, her and Caitlin basically together with Caitlin's support announced that her and Zach were broken up. OK, OK. Actually, you did mention this at the time. I don't think I realized that you were the one who witnessed it. I thought it was like a rumor. I didn't realize it was like you saw it. It was reported at like multiple parts of the race. And I guess we're screaming like we just saw a second and then she kind of like picked it up and started smiling again and put it back on. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, that is kind of his persona. Like if you follow his instagram like the whole thing is like let's go yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. and and it's in in it's in the context of like he's a recovering addict Mm -hmm. the work he does is to help other recovering addicts stay on track and like get people into recovery get people say like he does all these psas about like the importance of having narcan around and things like that and like so he's doing good work i think yeah for sure but the style is very much like his like signature uh line or whatever is keep going like he says that in almost every post he puts up he says like keep going I definitely heard that during the race yeah so oh okay I mean I I, think yeah go ahead oh I was just gonna say I think that 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 let's go mentality fits way more with what we've seen from Caitlin's personality than with Tasha's personality right it is a little bit like it just makes you wonder if Caitlin and Tasha are really friends I doubt it. Like, I bet they're yeah. like, they see each other. Like, you know, I would date a colleague of mine's ex if we're not that close and we don't work together. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm married. But in general, like, right. It's almost like if you look at it like these people in Bachelor Nation are colleagues, then it's really not that big of a deal. It's, um, it's yeah. And I think that's kind of what it is. Like, if I'm looking at both of them, too, I'm like, I would absolutely rather hang out with Caitlin than Tasha. Yeah, I just I do love Caitlyn. I love how chaotic she is. I think yeah. he's just a sweetheart. Caitlyn just like is always just going to be herself. And she's and yeah, that's that can be messy. That can be messy. And I kind of like that. I don't know. I just feel like I would probably have a more real interaction conversations with Caitlyn. Tasha has always felt very put together and buttoned mm-hmm. up to me. She's and I love her, too. Like, I, me I too. do. I think she's so beautiful like I think she's the most beautiful bachelorette we've ever had that would be the biggest problem for me hanging out with her is because the whole time I would just be like I'm no better than a man I'm looking 
I'm she's looking. So I'm sorry. <laughs> she's so beautiful. She's like I, so beautiful. I gotta say it. Her boobs are insane. Oh, I'm sorry. God. Like so I'm supposed to be in a room with those and be your friend. I can't. <laughs> 100 percent like she's she's so stunning but she does like she gives this like I don't know it's an air about her Mm -hmm. where I feel like I would just be intimidated and maybe not able to be myself around her yeah I get that so and I just feel like their personalities I don't see them being like close friends so it is like a little sketch but also like whatever it's probably messy, and I think Caitlin is, like, reflecting on that in her post being like, you don't know the full story. And I'm sure in her head, right. it's like, they have this cosmic, amazing connection. It's like, hey, you met a guy, like, and, right. and it's a little messy how you know him, and that's, that's fine. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. I think what's interesting is that Zach's whole persona truly is this, like, abstinence lifestyle. Yeah. And Caitlin's is, like... Her podcast is called Off the Vine. It's like yeah. about wine and being a messy drunk girl. <laughs> and she owns a wine company. Yes. Like they yes. Have definitely they have competing interests in terms of how they make their livelihood. Right. And and I think that can work. Yeah. In I'm just picturing like so there's this footage of them at a bar dancing together, which we should talk about the bar because bar. you have context, but like <laughs> You know, I can see Caitlin owning a wine company, having this sort of like persona of being, you know, the girl who drinks a glass of wine and like gets loose or whatever, but also like being supportive of a partner who's sober and like not pushing it to the max and them still being able to have like a good relationship without that being a part of it. Like I can see that somehow. I also feel like, it's almost like she started the wine company and the podcast when she was in a much heavier partying phase of her life when she was like right. still with Sean and I think at least from what I can see her relationship with alcohol has changed a lot yeah and so she probably is in that space where it's like okay one drink at dinner and whatever and yeah you know, Zach was on the bachelor he was in a house with a shit ton of drinking like he clearly is up for right when he's on the bachelorette he was clearly up for being around it and not being yes. influenced by it so I know I think people were giving her shit about that too and I just was like I think that's where you know on the surface stuff how you met that kind of stuff I think people can be curious about but I think in terms of where people are at with their sobriety and and that kind of stuff that's not really something that we have to be privy to as yeah as viewers yeah yeah I mean if there's one thing that Zach's whole thing really screams is like he has done a lot of personal Mm -hmm. work to be in a place where like he is sober and that's who he is and and he's not going to judge other people I think which I really respect him for I have to say that I am a Zach stan unfortunately I know you are (laughs) I I just think we've had so many shitty men on this franchise that like Yeah, yeah we really have he's like not that he's not a shitty guy like Maybe he shouldn't no. have been yelling at Tasha <laughs> on I, the yeah, and you've been all, yeah, maybe not, but maybe competitive places are not where he shows his best, most evolved right. self. Right, but I and think... their engagement is still one of the best. Like their little their speeches oh to God. each other are still some of the best speeches. <sighs> that was such an emotional engagement. I was so happy at the end of that season. I was just like, I'm so glad. And and it, and I was really sad when they broke up. And Me too. I feel like I'm I'm happy for him and Caitlin, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I just want 
my friend texts me, Emily, and she goes, Houston Hall, literally the worst bar in New York City. That's where they are. <laughs> oh, like it's, it's just, on Houston? It's on Houston Street. Okay. And it, it's, it's just like if I don't know how to explain. I mean, I, I live in I live in Brooklyn and Houston Hall was somewhere I used to go when I was younger. Yeah. I'm I'm 30 and I think Zach and, and Caitlin are both in their late 30s. It's like a beer hall and people go there for like happy hour drinks and <laughs> yeah. sometimes with a fake ID maybe and it tends to work there more than some other places. So it's not exactly this chic New York City place that I would expect two bachelor people to be hanging out or even like a really good dive bar. Like I there's, you know, Spring Lounge and Soha. I've seen a ton of bachelor people there and it's, it's a dive bar, but it's, it's a fun one. This was just you can see it in the video. It's like these long tables. They do that thing with the hanging pretzel and, and yeah. like just pitchers of beer. <laughs> and like, the that's hanging fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. But I could, I don't know how they ended up meeting there. <laughs> I, maybe they were just wandering the New York City streets and decided to go in there. I mean, the video is them dancing. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is very bizarre but you know what you do you like you do you you do you (laughs) maybe somewhere else maybe somewhere else okay some other things I think okay so Kylie has come out about what happened with Avon on the vile files I didn't listen to it but is there anything specific I didn't either I listened to Zachary reality on TikTok kind of oh yeah sum it up the feeling I get, she's still moving to San Diego to be with, not with him, but near him. Um, oh. And the feeling I get of the interview was that the beginning part was kind of like laying out everything he'd done. And then the second part was how sorry he was and that he's planning to do the work. So and they're, I think- Are they back together? I think this is a primer to test the waters to see how to launch them being back together. Oh. And I'm going through this right now on Kardashians with with the whole family is trying to get everybody they're having Tristan go apologize to every single right. fam, mem, family member and being like he's doing the work he's doing the work so that when they announce like oh we're back together people can't be as pissed because at least they warned us so I exactly. think that that is where this is going because Kylie when she posted about it for the first time was like really you know there's no redemption like fuck off I'm pissed at you right. that kind of thing and I think now is publicly walking it back a little bit so we'll okay. see I'm not, I'm not surprised in some sense. Like I am and I am not. I They're not going to last long term. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, and this happens a lot, like I feel like his big apology to get back together is going to work and then, you know, get engaged because that's what she really wants and, and yeah, that'll be like, you know, the happy band-aid. But I mean, I don't know. I just like, he did it so many times. Like she said, she checked her, she posted a picture of them like announcing that they were together after the season aired and she went into her like you know you can see the hidden right message yeah. requests on Instagram she went in there and had like a few hey girl messages and one of Ooh. them sent her a picture like while the season was airing of Avon asleep in her bed and he had his <gasps> shirt on that she saw him leave in oh um, so she has like hard proof that he did it and then or she had like suspicions that he did it. And then he sent her like a long, long, long text just basically explaining everything and, and laying out yeah. everything he'd done. And I don't know. We'll see. 
Well, we'll see. Yeah. I guess well, that's we'll interesting though that it's kind of like a re a restarting potentially. I think so. Okay. And then Jared and Ashley I, they're having another yeah. baby, which like I just can't believe those two are together. I <laughs> it always surprises me. I I mean, I I don't want to encourage being delusional to the point of where you just I I just <laughs> He didn't want her so many times and it goes against every single thing that people know about dating where like if a man likes you, yeah. he will tell you. But <laughs> I but, mean, she persisted. Yeah. And he, he went for it. He went for it. They're together. They seem happy. I don't know. I think maybe Jared realized in the end that like he's not as cool as <laughs> I know. I feel like to be. <laughs> I, I do hope they're happy and I hope he like appreciates her now, but I do feel like it was going on Bachelor Paradise in Canada and mm. like not really hitting it off with anybody and then coming back to the US after she found somebody like because she was right. happy with Fireman Kevin for mm-hmm. a while. And then Jared saw that and was like, oh, my God, I have to yep. have you and blah, blah. Yeah. Well, Almost however it happens, <laughs> their baby's really freaking cute. So I'm excited for another one. Yeah. Oh, and then maybe we should save our Peter Traders talk for after our recap. Um, Okay. There's not much to say about him on Traders. He's just kind of (laughs) there. He's just kind of there. Traders is my favorite thing ever. I will just say. I love it. It (laughs) Okay. Joey. Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey. What do we think of Joey? Um, I'm worried, honestly. (laughs) I'm worried he's going to be a little bit boring because his responses Mm. were so deadpan the whole time like yeah sure okay yeah Uh, and I was joking with my husband that someone would make a joke and he would explain why it was funny like he was like oh (laughs) balls in your face because of tennis I get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right I didn't pick up on that but that is so true oh my god I hope so but they dumped a lot of money into it I mean they opened with a Billie Eilish song so they paid for it. Right. I okay, so production level is higher and I this has happened since Golden Bachelor. Like I agree. There's new music production going on. Like the music is so much more high quality. Yeah. Like maybe it's not like the greatest music, but it's like more high quality in in like the texture even than before. They're spending like, money different. for it. They are. They're spending money and, for it and and I do think it's the golden bump. Like they got insane ratings for Golden right. Bachelor and now they have all these viewers and all this money. Yeah. And Joey, like, okay, so Joey might be a little boring. They always so are. Cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. He's, he's like a very, he's attractive, you know? He, yeah. Like in a way that like <laughs> Zach was not attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, I would say, and I should preface, I sat out Zach's season because I was so pissed they picked another boring white man and I could yes. not listen to his voice. It was like nails on a chalkboard to me, I'm as is my Zach. own voice, ironically doing podcasts. But <laughs> but I loved, I love this little white man. He's so just like, I just want the best for him. He yeah. says on podcasts his story isn't over. So I'm wondering if that could explain Ooh. all the crying at the engagement. Right. That... And it could be like anything, you know, it could be like that was footage right after he sent home yeah. the girl he wasn't going to choose. But I feel like 
I don't know. They're making it such a... I mean, they open the season with this scene. Like They open the season with truly one of the saddest songs to hit mainstream. <laughs> like They, right. they were like, we're going to get Billie Eilish singing so, so, so sad. So you know this is sad. <laughs> I know. And like just watching him cry and like, I, I don't know. know. He's just a sweet guy. Like, so the buzz is all like, oh, is this the hottest bachelor we've ever had? I'm going to say, and I, this may be very unpopular. I think Juan Pablo was hotter. <laughs> like in terms of looks only. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, looks only. Like, Juan Pablo is not a hot man personality-wise. Yeah, I agree. It, it's been a long time. Like, I was attracted to Ben Higgins, but then he was so boring. You know, like, but oh my God. I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I and I also loved Nick. I did. I did find Nick very attractive. Yeah. But then the season went on and I was like, boring. Nick is, Yeah. Go ahead. And Nick, we, Nick is one of my faves of all time. Yeah. And and I will say Nick season one with Andy on Andy's season is my favorite version of Nick. It's He's so become good. so aware of himself and polished. And yeah, he's not attractive to me anymore. Yeah, but I agree. When I first saw him on Andy's season, I was like, this is one of the few emotionally somewhat evolved men on this show yeah, yeah. and I can and respect it, that I can understand that and his voice when he's just like oh like just marbles <laughs> in his mouth <laughs> why does he do that I don't know even in his interviews right now like he was asking Kylie a question he's like how'd you find out about the cheating I'm like stop fuck <laughs> like, yeah just yeah I, I do think like Juan Pablo, if you saw him without yeah. speaking, though, he's like a very hot man. I mean, it took the women a very, very long time to figure out that he was a dick. So I can't <laughs> even imagine like how hot he must be in person because it took them such a long time. So to get to long. But yeah, I think Joey is up there in terms of attractive bachelor. Like if I was going getting ready to go on a season and I found out it was him, I think I would actually be excited about dating him and so many like so many of them said that yeah like, so many of the girls their leading line was well I just didn't I just didn't you know want to pick I mean one girl Lexi I think said she got full <laughs> body chills when he was announced <laughs> <laughs> a little much but okay so Lexi, much, but I get you. Lexi like front runner energy I mean she looks just like his sister that's check mark number one <laughs> <laughs> winning there's a lot of like incest vibes on this season so. there are so many women that look like his sisters i you're, oh my god you're so right the you're brunettes so right. just kept spilling out of that limo oh my god including the sisters Incl allison and lauren which like we <laughs> yeah let's talk about them should we go through them or should we go through like limo order how would it be um, the best way to do this because there's 32 there's women. too many women to talk too about all of them i agree so i think we hit on the 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 ones that stand out and then maybe at the end we do our like top four okay i agree okay so from the intro i just also want to address joey on the motorcycle okay i don't think he'd been on one before <laughs> It was very unnatural. He was sitting up so he had such good posture on it, which I, know. I don't usually associate with motorcycles. And the helmet was like 
the old school right. like, ca- cartoon helmet. So I just want to know um, if they gave him lessons for the intro to try to edge him up a little bit from the tennis pro. Yeah, like Joey on a motorcycle, not, no. Like, Why wasn't I don't... he playing tennis? No, exactly. Like a man playing tennis is hot. And they oh, did have man. some footage of him shirtless playing tennis, and it like, was good. Give me footage. an aggressive serve, and that's yeah. like so much hotter than you sitting so upright on a motorcycle. <laughs> I one bit of personality we get from Joey is when after the girl comes out and does the like tennis yeah. scream, he yeah. like talks about his in the ITM. I thought He's that like, was kind of cute. Higher pitched, where it's like ah. it's more like a. Ah. <laughs> He was, I like stuff like that. When he does stuff like that, I'm like, oh, you melt my heart. You're so cute. Yeah. He didn't like get the, it's like he didn't get the innuendo of what she was doing. Yeah. Almost like he wasn't like, oh, tennis grunts, huh? He was like, oh, she was practicing her tennis grunt. Mine is not like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So the the sisters, Allison and Lauren, I think they're going to be villains of the season. Right. And and maybe not even on purpose. So I have two sisters who are like my best friends in the world, but we fight. Sisters fight. Like, (laughs) I feel like they're going to get in a fight with each other in front of Joey. And it's like, you can't let your boyfriend see you fight with your sister until he loves you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. You got to lock it in. You got to lock it in or he's going to think you're back in fifth grade. I mean, he's definitely not interested in the older one at all. No, and I don't think she can handle it. Like the no, the, the vibe that I get is that the younger sister is like the sweet one, like that guys tend to be more into, and the older sister. I mean, she was mean. She was like immediately making fun of people, like right. to their faces. Like <laughs> Jess ended up being kind of like a, you know yeah. a train wreck, and we can talk about her, but. When she goes, oh, I, I, Captain, because Jess came in on a boat. I was like, I actually don't think that was very nice. Yeah, it was like a little, it was aggressive. And Patrick, his reaction. So Patrick, everyone is my partner. Mm-hmm. And I've dragged him into Bachelor Nation, although he refused to watch Zach's season as well. <laughs> in solidarity, <laughs> like, Patrick. Right up. So we, we were watching it and he was like, Allison is fully trying to be Kim Kardashian. And I was like, 100%. Like, when you see her again, it's like, she's trying to make her whole face and body and hair look like Kim Kardashian. And I went to school outside of Philly, spent a lot of time in Philly. She looks like Philly. And that's not a bad thing, but it's a very, like, distinct look. And Joey moved to Hawaii and is now on a dating show. Like, he might just not want to pick a Philly girl. Like, he he might just be over that that whole thing. But, yeah, I just... I think that she has unresolved jealousy of her younger sister oh my that God. is going to get Joey clearly didn't want to pick her. And the producers were just like, oh, just give her the last rose then. Yeah. And they're thinking like, oh, if you give the first rose to the younger sister and the last rose to the older sister, older sister is going to spiral. But Joey's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you probably there's probably something in your contract that's just like you have to do what we tell you to do on the first rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know anybody anyway. No. So it's like do what they want you to do. But yeah, I I I think that the sisters are not long for the show. Like, I think yeah. they I think we have a few women who have the potential to be to be villains. But I feel like one. and honestly, I don't want them or like I get bored of the villain stuff very quickly. It's like yeah. entertaining for like maybe 10 minutes. And then I'm like, OK, can we move on? 
Yeah, like if this, you know, Lexi Taylor thing drags out. Oh, my God. Wait, Lexi Taylor thing or just Taylor thing? Oh, just Taylor. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't. I already don't care. I already don't care. And I just feel like as Taylor lost her patience and her cool, her hair just kind of the ponytail just (laughs) slipped further and further out. Like by the rose ceremony, it was just fully hanging on by a thread. Oh, my God. It's just like I get that. (laughs) <laughs> right no I understand I'm, I also love how like when they were doing the ITMs with the women who got sent away that it was like fully like the middle of the day <laughs> oh it was like at least ten thirty in the morning at like it least. was it was not a fresh that was not a fresh sunrise and it's like the one girl Evelyn Ev- I think that's her name she got one of the last roses and she was hysterically crying oh, the, the one who was time. crying the whole time <laughs> Evelyn I was like I also kind of get it right you must be so tired they seemed so (laughs) drunk this year like oh yeah something something because they're chugging wine like right like they're two drinks an hour or two glasses of wine and i think they're just slugging back these massive goblets right (laughs) and so i kind of got why she was crying but i was like you got you gotta pull it together better than this yeah like 100 percent. it was it was it was it was it was sad and i was also feeling like i feel bad for this woman yeah okay so we already talked a little bit about lexi like i think joey really likes her i think they were very intentional with pointing out that she cannot have children yeah i i don't want it to get played as her trauma bonding with him like i don't want it to be like their their card to be like you have to play this to make him like you i am nervous for how they're going to handle a conversation like that. Yes. Because I do think it's really important. And and what she was describing, I don't want to speculate, sounded like endometriosis. And I know right. a lot of women are struggling with that and like around our age, figuring out what fertility looks like for them. So they handled Golden and all those other issues better than I thought they would have. So maybe they'll surprise us and be really thoughtful and careful with how they talk about it. Right. I was taking the positive glasses half full. It's like, well, she was like one of the first women they introduced mm-hmm. and they like made it a point to make that a part of her story. So they're like introducing this like topic that absolutely should not be taboo, but somehow yeah. is in our society, especially in like conservative bachelor nation. Yeah. 100%. Where having kids and starting a family is like your women's only reason for existing in some circles. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> To even be like, okay, we're starting off this journey with a woman who knows that like maybe starting a family is not in the cards in that traditional way or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was, that was like, okay, good. We're starting in this place, but also very nervous for how they're going to handle it. Really nervous. And Lexi's a cancer, which means she's very in touch with her emotion. Okay. Hopefully she can use that to navigate this difficult situation totally she's gorgeous she's so pretty she gives me emrata vibes a little bit oh i can see that i can see that yeah and i mean how can you say no to that i guess (laughs) so i think think joey it's only two years because joey's 28 but i think joey would like an older girl like yeah he was i do mesmerized by oh my gosh what's her name which medina and she's 31 years old he was mesmerized by her she was Stunning. She was given the fair. eyebrow. I was like, oh man. Whoa. Like she has she has plans for Joey. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I know Joey I'm curious to find out what they are. 
I'm curious to see like how far players like that will get throughout the yeah. season, you know? Okay. I want to talk about someone I really like next because I just, I really liked her, was the radio chemist, Caitlin. And I loved her outfit. I loved her outfit. I loved her. She was so sweet. She was a little too giggly for me, like a little nervous she reminded giggly. She of Gabby. Oh, damn. Oh, and we all, lo- we love Gabby. We love Gabby. <laughs> I just thought she was so, I don't know. There was something really charming about her. She's not like in your face in any way, but yeah. also stood out to me. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I feel like Joey likes that type of person who's like, I, they they like they're striking in some way mm-hmm. like not even necessarily how they look just like but they get your attention but it's not because they're the loudest person in the room yeah I think he will be like intimidated by the loudest person in the room and maybe give them one too many roses like I can kind of see right. it already maybe happening um but I think ultimately you're right he like charity wasn't super like louder or anything but she definitely had a presence about her so I feel like any of the women who are just quietly confident and know what they want to do and come in like even just coming in an outfit that's different than you know she had long sleeves a long dress like it yeah it was a very different vibe than the rest of the women who are in I'm guessing sparkles are back for 2024 because I (laughs) the amount of sparkles in this room (laughs) the the gold sparkly the red sparkly oh yeah it was everywhere it was everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, I I think she's a front runner and I think I just really liked her. I think she yeah, was maybe too. my favorite. Who was someone that you liked? Hmm. Who I liked <laughs> You're versus, like, huh, like no who one. <laughs> I was paying attention to. I just honestly I didn't get I, I didn't get the oh, this is the one vibe. Like I mm. think I got it the most from Lexi and he really he really liked Kelsey T, like and he didn't talk to her. Like she got out of the limo and they gave her um, like the romantic swell music and then he gave her a rose, but he never talked to her. Which one was he? My notes say pretty. He likes her. (laughs) Yeah, she was really pretty. I mean, they're all really pretty. Yeah. I don't know how to describe her because he didn't talk to her. She had on a red dress. Oh, yeah. Wait, was she the one from like middle America? No, that was that was someone else. Yeah, she's she's black and she had long straight hair. And she had a red dress on. Yes. Okay. They didn't show us anything else about her. Nothing with her. She got out of the limo with like the romantic swell. And I was thinking, oh, this could be first impression rose. And then nothing happened. So we'll see what happens with her. Okay. But we both clocked her. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I saw her in the promo for the season a couple times too. I think I saw her saying I'm falling in love. So we'll see what happens. But I'm going to pick her for one way. You at least get halfway if you're like saying I'm falling in love. Or maybe like four episodes. (laughs) Unless you're crazy. I feel like it's getting earlier and earlier, though, that people say that shit. Oh, it's it's it, it just becomes like a, a scrambling card. Like I can see and I want to talk about Jess. Yes, <laughs> we got. Let's talk about her next. I can see Jess feeling him pull away once he realizes that like he's not into her at all because who she was one on one with him was very different than how she was to the group. Right. And at first with the girls, I was like, okay, get over it. She announced that they kissed. They shouldn't have. And then she kept going. And I was like, just play just it. shut up. A little <laughs> bit cool. Also, I think she's holding on to that accent for her dear life. Oh, my God. Yeah. It felt a little put on. It really did. She, from the math that she gave, she had lived in California for a while. She lived in Denver for at least three years. It sounded like she hadn't lived in Tennessee since she was like 15. 
And you, you, you do don't... lose that a little. Unless you're like fighting for your life to keep it on. She's, she's a villain through and through. She's a, she's a villain and Taylor's also a villain. And it's going to be very similar to like the Corinne Taylor of her season situation where it's two people and you can't really root for either of them because they're both being insufferable. But like, right. I, I think it'll be interesting because Taylor just feels like a mean girl. And right. Jess feels like a less obvious mean girl. But did you watch Sex in the City? Ugh, Mary. Of course. <laughs> of course I watched Sex in the City. Like the original or the reboot? The original. Okay. I knew yes. you watched the. This is. Do I have a picture? This is who Jess reminded me of the whole time. Do you remember her? The socialite that falls out the window. Oh, that falls out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. I actually. I'm reminded of that because when I was nursing my son who was born just over a year ago in the middle mm -hmm. of the night they'd show Sex in the City reruns. Oh, that's so, such and they a good showed show that, that episode and I was like, yeah. So I have it fresh in my mind. Yes. I will post a clip of it or something when we put the episode out there because <laughs> the the way that it starts out where everyone's like, "Oh, she's fun." to just oh, this is too much, it was the yeah. exact same thing as when she falls out the window. <laughs> and they look alike. <laughs> and they look alike. Okay, the other villain is, in my estimation, is Maria. Yeah, there's something very Victoria F about her. Oh, my. Yeah. Yes. And I think she's even more off-putting than Victoria F was originally. Because I actually now like Victoria F. Yeah. I did not like her on Peter's season, though. No, and it was very much this, like, he's very, and I saw it, like, Joey is very sexually attracted to Maria. Like, he, she acted like a total freak in front of him, and he was like, <laughs> I gotta see what this is about. Like, she, she was, the way she, that, like, way that she speaks, it's like, oh my God, okay, so I'm gonna do this, and like, yeah. no, but you're saying that, but like, this is how it is, but like, this, but like, she talks too much, she doesn't listen, I'm like, but Joey, you're right, was like, eating it up, he, he loved her. Not, he could not wait, to I mean, her. she was the one that was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna kiss him, because he kissed so many people, which is like, yeah. <laughs> why are you power playing him on the first night, like, you don't have any relationship with him, and then immediately kiss him, but he, he just, I couldn't, couldn't figure, and couldn't figure it out with her. He was just like, he was in. He needed it. He needed it. And you know what, though? Based on the promo and my my inklings, I think she's going to end up on a two-on-one and that's when she's going to go home. Oh, interesting. And anyone who goes on a two-on-one is not going to make it all the way. No, no. You're never going to put your actual lead at risk of that situation of yeah. actually getting sent home. Like if you uh, get chosen for a two-on-one, you should just know like, your time is short-lived on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, like, it'll either be her, I feel like the most obvious is Jess and Taylor, but it's like they're fighting too soon for this. No, I think they're going to, like, cancel each other out, like, within the next two or three episodes, actually. Yeah, yeah I But think I think, so. like, he likes Maria. He's going to keep her around, and then he's going to realize, like, oh, actually, she's maybe not it. Like, it's not lining up, and she'll be on the two-on-one. That's the prediction I'm making. Yeah, I think I think you're I actually do think you're right. Like, I think it's going to come out because she'll probably step to someone he actually does really like. And right. It'll come out that way. I just when she was like, I love I love horror movies. What's your favorite movie? And he goes, remember the Titan. 
And then on the screen, they showed a promo for streaming. Remember the time? I was like, is this happening? Am I in the upside down? Like, what is going on? It's just because Mickey Mouse rules overall. So if they have it on Disney Plus, then the Bachelor Nation can talk right. about it. Right. Oh, my God. That, I know. Yeah. That was a minus point for Joey. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I also love remember the titans but like Great in movie. a very nostalgic way yeah. not in it's my current favorite movie and then what did she say <laughs> hers was she had she had a weird one too oh i don't remember she was just so weird her energy was so off-putting to me i was like i don't i don't like this and he likes her so there's that but yeah whatever. i it is what it is oh one thing <laughs> i wrote this down i after just and this is just backtracking and you know it's her disorganized to prove that the oldest sister is going to be a villain after jess announced that she kissed joey did you hear the older sister say was he sober (gasps) (laughs) that's so mean what the hell that she is a she is maybe the meanest of all the mean girls she said it out loud in front of the whole group like (laughs) (laughs) you know uh like maybe you weirdly have to respect her for I don't even know what to say about that yeah I can't tell what I would prefer like if you were just being sneaky (laughs) behind people's backs or if you were just you know you were just being that way in person (laughs) right okay so then we have to talk about Daisy who was the sweetheart with a cochlear implant and like she's she's so sweet she's a front runner for sure I will let everyone know now that my political opinions will very much color how I feel about contestants. It was found out on Reddit and everything that she is very MAGA. Oh, um, Actively following and reposting at least recently or before. So that's kind of the thing that's going around on the MAGA sites. And she has taken to TikTok in a way that I haven't seen from a lot of contestants where she's going through week by week and talking about the journey there. And um, I don't know. I just think if I think there might be a here for the wrong reasons vibe with her. We'll see. Inter- oh, my God. They're really. OK, so what's interesting about that is the show is really not letting you see that at all. No. And they want you to like going her. with. If I was just going with the show, I, I would have said, like, out of my favorites, probably her. Like, I think right. she's so cute. She's so sweet. She's, like, been through something and, and triumphed through something and, and has now, you know, made her life's mission to talk about it, which is so important, I think. Like like Abigail and Tasha from Love Island have done where they've talked about what it's like to be in this chaotic room when, when you have, when you're hearing impaired. Yeah. But I can't remove that from how no. I feel. No. Okay. So same in terms of political (laughs) stuff. So that's, that's where we're at on this podcast. That is interesting information. (laughs) I will be watching the season knowing that now differently, probably. I find new information. I'll, I'll share it obviously, but that's what I have right now from Reddit. Okay. Okay. So there's, there's Daisy, definitely a front runner for sure. Mm -hmm. Then Another front runner for me is Jen from Miami, who was riding the go-karts. Oh, go-kart. She was so pretty. 
she was so pretty. I think Joey really liked her. Um, yeah, he really liked her. And I feel like I just, I think I, I can see her going far. Um, we didn't see like a ton, but they did show a, show them having a conversation. I don't like remember anything from it, but it she stuck in my she head. She was low-key like, really good at the golf cart. <laughs> she was. Like the donut was kind of impressive. <laughs> it was totally impressive. That was another moment where he's like, oh, you're doing a donut. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, cool. She's got, she's going for it. That's really cool. I was like, what, Joey? <laughs> what a guy. What a, I, yeah. We and love a simple king. We do. And another, obviously, is Leah with the the card that she received. The advantage, mm-hmm. one might say, definitely bringing the survivor vibe vibes a little bit to <laughs> Bachelor Nation. What did yeah. you think about that? I don't think thing? this is. I don't think this is the right show for it, and I yeah. don't think it's the right person. Like, I also think that Joey would think poorly on whoever used that card for how producers actually wanted it to go. Right. And so I think she played it perfectly. Like, I yes. think saying I'm going to burn it and this is your journey and you deserve I don't I don't deserve to like interfere on your journey. Um, yeah. When she she referred to using the card as playing God, which I felt was a little dramatic, but um, <laughs> she's a she's a fellow Pisces. So that's that's what we tend to do. <laughs> it was it was dramatic. She she cried. The crying was like, OK, do we need to cry about this? Because like you don't even know, know these like- women. <laughs> You don't know them. Like, I think I just would have come in the room and been like, I'm really stressed about this card, but I want things to be fair. So I'm going to burn it. And yeah. then that would be it. But like the, the sobbing was just like, oh, it's she's 23. You know, she's just she's, she's a little baby. I, I also wrote in my notes that Taylor is 23. And Taylor looks Taylor, like she's the oldest of all of them, I think. I agree. I, I just think it's the the Botox of it all. I think it, instead of it making people look younger, it's freezing people's faces into older faces that actually can use Botox. Right. It's like creating the effect of someone who's using Botox at a later age. It's just making them look older <laughs> sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, for, and I, I just... It is unfortunate because when she was like scowling at Jess the whole time, I was like, don't pick on this little girl. And it's like, actually, she's younger than Jess. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is wild. Yeah, I think that's what really struck me was like the difference between them and ages. I was like, wait a minute, what? This is not tracking with what I'm seeing. But I do feel like the Botox fillers stuff was the most I've seen on any season this time around which makes sense I mean that's where we're that's where the culture is going yeah and that's what like I think a lot of these girls are already popular on Instagram before they show up here right. and I think that that's what this kind of fame demands like he but I think he really liked like the natural looking girl I think that that's more of his vibe because he really liked gosh what was her name Kelsey A the one who brought the voodoo doll. Yes. Who is obviously stunning, but very much like a real person who hasn't. She looks 12 years old because she's, I think, 25, but she right. looks like a real person. Yes. I I really liked her, too. I liked her and I liked Caitlin, I think, the most. But yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of interesting. Like of all the girls that it was like obvious that he liked them, they were all pretty different looking I felt yeah and I mean we don't really know a lot about them yet but 
even like personality wise, like I guess like the through line, like I said before, was that like they had something that stood out about them, but it wasn't because they were like loud and boisterous and yeah. that type of thing. I feel like quiet confidence would be would be Joey's yes. type if I had to describe it. Like a very like sure he... of themselves. Yes. And I think that's kind of who he is too, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting for sure. I feel like that was kind of everyone that's worth talking about. Is there anyone else that you would talk about? Yeah, I don't I don't know like people in particular, just like general I have kind of like general random notes. Like I yes. again am asking to know what people do to make their makeup last through the rose ceremony. <laughs> I need someone to actually describe what they do. <laughs> Their makeup is so even still. Not a single bag in sight. What is your concealer? Touch-ups. They're doing touch-ups. Like, they have to be. They have to be, right? Yeah, but and they're sitting... Think of how much downtime they have. Like, the amount of time That's that true. any of them gets with Joey's maybe, like, five to ten minutes. And the rest of that entire night, they're just sitting around. Like, I would <laughs> be going to the bathroom and, like, touching up like every 30 minutes just to have something to do if not, yeah and if not for like a place where producers can't follow you it was into the bathroom so like a, a time to like collect yeah. yourself and gather oh maria said her favorite movie was the wedding singer which is objectively <laughs> not a horror movie so i didn't track that <laughs> yeah like if there's a movie that could be less of a horror movie like i'm not really sure there is one like <laughs> I don't understand. Like it has two cutie pies in it, Adam Sandler and 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 you were judging like Remember the Titans being somebody's favorite movie and you were like Wedding Singer? I like, know. What? Everything about her and is why weird. Did they, <laughs> why did they bleep the flag? That is Like did you notice that they blurred the Canadian flag? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I did not <laughs> notice that. <laughs> she like, came out of the limo and she gave think, Joey like, the flag. Canada and was he- like you can't show that here <laughs> like this is not trait like what they're like we're tired of how you guys have treated canadians on the show it's like we're done <laughs> there are, yeah i mean but that said there are a few canadian i mean one of bachelor nation royalty caitlin bristow is a canadian proud canadian so i don't know yeah they used to someone posted a, a meme and i'll i'll reshare it if i can find it where someone was like we used to be we used to be a proud country and it was like blake and katie wearing their canada jerseys during their hometown during covid <laughs> and then joey holding the blurred out canadian flag it's like what did that okay i don't know how i didn't see that but that is very weird very weird I was like watching on a lag and and one of my friends texted Maggie texted me being like, what's with the blurred flag? And I was like, what could she possibly be talking about? Canadian flag did not come to mind. (laughs) I know. They would never blur an American flag. Let's be real. This is Bachelor Nation. (laughs) This is Bachelor Nation. Maybe that's why. Maybe we're in a feud with Canada that conservative America knows about that we don't. (laughs) Honestly, that probably is what it is. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh, I also um, wrote that Joey, knowing that he's on the cusp in terms of his star sign, he's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I I am. I thought it was a good first episode. And I, agree. I am interested in where the seasons go. Like, ultimately, I am the kind of Bachelor reality dating show watcher who is... 
I I like the drama. I liked the weird personalities. I like dissecting like people's weird antics on these shows. But I do love a good love story. And I yeah. I'm aligned with you on that one because I just I'm so cynical about it leading up to it. Like even the way I've talked about it tonight. But then if we get an engagement, I'm fucking crying. I can't oh help it. Oh my god. I yeah totally. I cried and at like, Joey at at Teresa and Gary's <laughs> at Gary's wedding. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and like, whoa, Teresa. I I can't even get started on (laughs) Teresa because it's, or Gary for that matter, Jerry Gary. So, okay, so here we are. This is the beginning of our journey. We're going to be recapping the whole season. So we hope that you stay with us. I hope so. Do you want to go over, do you want to do your top four? Oh, yes. Okay, top four. Do you want to do top three and Bachelorette pick? (gasps) Love it. Okay, love it. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to start with a top four and then choose a bachelorette from the top four. Okay, so Lexi is in my top four. Jen is in my top four. Daisy's in my top four. And, oh, no. Okay, now I'm I'm like, ugh. uh, Kelsey Kelsey or Caitlin, I don't know. I know. I'm going to go Kelsey, Nola girl. And bachelorettes? Ooh, that's really hard. I think I know. I think it might be Daisy. I actually agree with you. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So I think Daisy either gets picked or she's the Bachelorette. Or if I haven't seen what she's been posting about Trump and all that, I think honestly, this is crazy to say the 2024 election and how it goes down might have a lot to do with who they. Pick oh for no, the that's not crazy. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I think that he's going to end up with Daisy. So I think he's with Daisy. And then the other ones are Kelsey A, Kelsey T, and Lexi. And they'll pick Lexi for Bachelorette, maybe. Oh, my God. We'll oh, my God. Okay. you. That's that's some good, good predictions. I'd also just love a 30-year-old Bachelorette because, like, yes, that's the time when it's mm-hmm. like, oh, why, why haven't I gotten married yet? And who can I find somebody? I don't need to hear a hot 23-year-old be like, it's been so hard for me. It's not. <laughs> no, not interested <laughs> in that, like, literally at all. Oh, my God. If Joey ends up with Daisy, though, I will be really sad about that, I knowing what I feel now like know. With, I feel like that's kind of maybe why he said my season isn't over yet or something. Maybe this is my far-fetched theory, but I feel like he said on multiple podcasts, my, my season isn't over as of like a week ago. And I don't think he's smart enough to ask political affiliation in the fantasy suite. I don't think that he's going to use his time for that. Do we think Joey's MAGA? I'd be surprised with Philly to Hawaii and his dad being gay. Oh, I'd dad, be very yeah. surprised. Yeah. But I don't know. I would be surprised too, but I also could see him not be it like I would hope he would not be cool with marrying someone who was super MAGA. I know, and it, but you just never know because like Becca Kufrin was like probably our most liberal bachelorette and she picked Garrett and he was like That was disappointing. Boo. <laughs> okay, Becca was not the most liberal bachelorette though. I she would post she was like she was like campaigning for, for Hillary and Biden. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think 
I mean, probably it's probably Gabby in reality. Oh, it's definitely Gabby for sure. Gabby, like Gabby is out here dating this woman who makes like she's Gabby is so much cooler than like anyone else in Bachelor Nation. It's honestly crazy that she came from this show. Did you hear her on um, Nick Files podcast telling the story about how she was at a bar like when they were about to film Rachel's breakup with Tino? Oh. And she was at a hotel bar hanging out by herself and she met these British teens and she had just watched Love Island and Ekin Sue was obsessed with British people. Oh my God. And so she was like, oh my God, you guys are British. I love Love Island. And they were like, you look like Ekin Sue. And she was like, oh my God, I'm actually somewhat of a reality star myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. That is wild. Okay, this is a good transition yeah. to traders. Oh Yeah. Oh, my God, Um, the best show on television. Yeah, so we wanted to end each podcast with, like, a little corner, like, recommendations corner. Because, you know, if you're here, you probably enjoy pop culture and other reality shows, but just other shows in general. And we do, too. So Mm -hmm. just a quick little ditty. I mean, I think Traders is the moment right now. It's, It's the moment. It's like, I don't know what it is about this show, but I am obsessed with it. I, I I just think it's like, it's campy, but the competition makes sense. Like it's like, yeah. it, it leans into the, I mean, Alan Cummings just putting on that thick oh. accent and his outfits and he's just, <laughs> he's chewing the scenery. I love him. Yes. And then the, the game, they're all so paranoid in a really authentic way that I really love. <laughs> And I mean, everyone there is like they are they're not just there to be there like they they want to win and they want to like make it through the night. Like like when they say they're like not sleeping because they're worried about getting killed. Like I believe them. (laughs) Oh, no, they're like they're like tired, like (laughs) exhausted (laughs) like that. Did you watch the most recent episode four with the funeral? Oh, yes. Yes. They were really tired doing that walk like they actually looked like they were getting dragged to their funeral like yeah they were so everyone was so unhappy and like upset and scared and I was like I love this I love it I loved it I like I just think that they've pulled together such a good cast because yeah the big brother survivor people challenge people that all makes sense everyone is underestimating how manipulative the real housewives are and i'm really <laughs> glad that it's out there front and center because it's like phaedra i don't i don't know her from her show i am a fan i love her i so i don't know either this is where i wish deanna was here because she has the backstory I but know. i i think phaedra had sort of an unceremonious exit from atlanta i think so too yeah she she has all the personality on this show and the way she calls out Dan and Parvati at the end I was I wanted to get up and cheer like I heard so I heard nobody Nick- likes you Parvati <laughs> They the looks on their faces when she talked to them like that. I was like, this is the real housewives energy that like you didn't know was coming your way. (laughs) And they have wholly, wholly underestimated her. Like Parvati and Dan, the other two traders, 
I don't want to give too much away because I want people to watch. They have fully underestimated Phaedra and she's going to punish them for it. And I cannot wait. Like it is so fun. I love I like I fully hope that they all turn on each other and I want to see Dan mm-hmm. go home. I also I don't yeah. love Parvati either, but I want to see Dan go home because he's been such a like so let's just say he's been like a smug, entitled white dude. <laughs> like, yeah. He keeps he being like, oh, get rid everything. of a man. Yeah. He <sighs> thinks he knows everything. And he's like, get rid of a woman because you keep getting rid of the men. And it's like, no. I mean, I love CT. I'm a CT apologist the day I die. But <laughs> I'm like, get the men out of here. Let's let the women really scheme and get after it. I know. Larsa. Larsa. <sighs> What a she's so dumb. But like she actually was on to something when she was like, There's not a lot of men here. One of them has to be a traitor. But then she turned it into this whole like it has to be an alpha male, like whole I know. weird I don't even know what that was about. It was like, no, actually, if you just pay attention to the men, you already have Dan's number. Like you figured it out. Yeah. Like send Dan yeah. home. They should have done it. It was frustrating. I'm almost sad that Spoiler, she's gone because I just feel like it would have played out. This would have dragged out more and she would have figured it out eventually right. and, and she rooted would have. Dan out. Uh, but when she said, I have really good hearing and I could hear Alan's <laughs> jacket shift and he picked you as the traitor. I'm like, that is like, I know you don't watch Kardashians. They are always coming up with something that's a random talent that's not a talent. Like, they're always like, oh, my God, I'm so good at this. You wouldn't even believe like him. is like, I can smell cavities. You wouldn't believe it. It's like they always are like saying they have a hyper sense. Like, well, one time Larsa, I was like, I'm a really fast reader. And Larsa was besties with Kim. So mm-hmm. she she got mm-hmm. it from somewhere. Just to mention Peter. So Peter and Ekansu are the only oh, yeah. reality dating people on the season. Ekin R.I.P., literally got put in a coffin. <laughs> they buried her alive. <laughs> I know. I was like, and they never showed like what happened to her. And I was just sitting there like, I'm one of those people that focuses on those weird details. And like, I'm like, but what yeah. happened to Ekin Like, is she okay? I'm like, did they leave her there? Or did they take her out of the box and just and just fill the grave for for effect? But I'm like, this show actually is fucked up where I believe that they they buried her. And they (laughs) They yeah, like they were actually poor. Like she absolutely was not in that box when they were putting dirt on it. But I I feel like she was and I was very worried about her. Ekansu is also an icon from Love Island. Like icon. she she really carried her season and she's so manipulative too. Like if she had stayed, I think she could have gotten a more interesting arc than she did. Yeah, I think she just was the smartest person on Love Island and underestimated right. how smart everyone was gonna be coming into this. Right. Um, and so she just kind of trusted the wrong people. Peter is literally surviving because everyone <laughs> I think is forgetting he's there. Like he literally walked into breakfast one morning and it was like, oh, yeah, Peter's here. (laughs) He's also but like he also has had some surprisingly like on point observations and thoughts, Mm -hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's quickly talked out of them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like he he was the first one to bring up like, oh, who was who was Pat? Did someone like did someone give you wine yesterday? Like he picked up on that first. But But no one paid attention to him to like clock it like he they just fully ignored that he said that. 
I wonder how far how far he will get because also if you haven't watched season one, spoiler alert, Ari was a bachelor uh, and he w- he was a traitor and he he could have won, I think, but he actually put himself out of the game so that Siri could win. He did essentially, but I think there is a little bit of like it's interesting seeing all these reality shows converge because I think like mm-hmm. there are cultures that underpin all of them that give these yeah. people the skills to be able to play this game well, and I think that's kind of the genius of of like bringing all these casts together. Yeah, I'm so glad that they got rid of the normal people for that reason because yeah. it just is not the space to have them playing up against like these people that are used to scheming. Like they last year, one of the traders that was like a normal person was fully, I think, in the Marines or something. And yeah. he could not keep up with like the literal conniving and scheming and spying that was going on. Yeah. On this show. And and reality stars are just cut from a different cloth of idea and how to get screen time and how to stay and literally how to survive so i'm i love it i think everyone should watch it's so great you should totally watch okay it's worth getting peacock for it actually like patrick and i were like maybe we should cancel peacock and i was like wait we gotta watch the season of traitors and then we can cancel. i know (laughs) i personally love peacock because i'm watching all the below deck seasons and one of my good friends works for peacock but outside of that yeah, I, I outside of that, I just love Peacock in general. Like they have the best backlog of shows, but they if do. you don't have it, it's worth it to get it for traders. Right, totally. It also like if you pay for the non non commercial option, like it really does cut down on the time you have to watch like stupid commercials, which is mm-hmm. always a great thing. This is totally. not sponsored by Peacock. <laughs> Please feel free though. <laughs> feel free. As if. Um, I know as if. So episode one in the books. Mary, I am so excited mm-hmm. about our journey. I'm so happy. <laughs> We're journeying Thanks. along with Joey. <laughs> yes. We are with you, Joey. We're, I'm rooting for you, Joey. I really am. I hope. I, hope I am it, too. I hope you yeah. end up happy. Oh, gosh. Okay. Lots to dig into. We will be here every Thursday on your podcast mm-hmm. feed. So thanks for joining us. Hope you'll stick with us. Tell a friend. And cheers, Cheers. Thanks for listening to Can I Steal You for a Minute? Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like the show, please leave a rating and review. Follow us on social media at Can I Seal You For A Minute Pod and support the show through Patreon at patreon.com slash Can I Steal You For A Minute.